if you're gifted and you can solve a problem, if you can provide value to a person, a company, even though they may or may not be applying like hiring for a position, but if you can translate how you can provide value to that company, there will always be a position available. For instance, this is me calling out anyone that's watching and listening to this. If you have a, a skill set that would help better wealth and you can come to me and, and articulate that, I, I would be a fool by not cr going into a business relationship with that because um, every position is essentially an investment. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Better Wealth Podcast. And we're in a series called in Intentional Money Matters with the one and only Harry Stout. And, and first and foremost, man, it is an honor to have uh, you on this show and to do a series with you. You've written uh, more books than I've probably read in my life. Uh, <laughs> you, you have a, a podcast that we'll be linking down below uh, that's really just dialed into the topics that we're gonna be talking about. And the fun thing about this series is you're, you're coming together with some ideas. I think we're going to talk about five ideas for this week. Um, it is the new year, and so a lot of people want to get uh, be start, start being intentional as it relates to their money. And um, I'm hearing this for the first time, and so one of the beautiful things about the series is you're sharing it, um, and I'm giving my initial reaction. And, and the beautiful thing about this is so often when people do shows, everyone's in alignment, um, it's scripted, and I think one of the beautiful things is um, this is not scripted and uh, we may agree or disagree and, and people will be able to hear that dialogue, which I think um, nowadays people want more auth authenticity and transparency. And this is one of, the, one of the ways that we're being intentional at Better Wealth, um, just helping people rise the tide as it relates to their financial literacy. And so with that, uh, thanks for being on. Hey, great to be here and let's, let's go to it. All right. What's the first intentional money matter idea for this week? Well, we talk a lot about in budgets, we talk about a lot of times expenses. We emphasize expenses and ex expense management. But the first idea for today is look for a new job or side hustle. And in our society right now, we're going through, you call it either the great resignation, the great reset, or the great renegotiation. Employees are gaining much more of the balance of power in employer-employee relationships. Or for instance, so many people are leaving today and deciding to start their own business. So as you look at your financial situation, obviously you can manage your expenses very well. And, and I think you and I would both agree that people need to do that. They need to really take a look and be aware of what they're spending and why. And we've talked about not caring about if you buy that expensive coffee or if you have a habit of door of DoorDash delivery or something that's so good, that's okay. Those are all yours. You live within your budget in a good way. But I think looking at the income side is yeah. really something that we need to talk more about. And to do that, I mean, maybe it's a great time to look for a new job. A lot of people are, can't find, you know, we got, I, you know, the unemployment rate in our country is low. The number of jobs that are open are significant. Right. And there's a skill shortage. So it's a great time. And I've I've read recently and been spending some time for a couple of articles that I'm, I'm writing and people are getting 30 to 60 percent salary increase. Some people are you here. I mean, there's some real good stories of people not being paid for their skill set and they've gone out looking and they're getting paid. 
and companies are changing how they uh, how they look at the employee employee relationship, improving benefits, improving cash compensation, uh, improving working conditions, work from home, all the key things. So my first idea is it's okay to look for a new job. I mean, be respectful, do the do it properly. But yeah. it's a, it seems like a great environment to do that. Well, and if you're watching this on YouTube, I would love for you to take a moment in the comments and give us your your thoughts on just side hustle um, ideas, side hustle ideas, or or maybe a personal story. Because out of um, all the ideas that we're going to be talking about, I I think this is the top one. And the reason I can say that without even seeing the other mm -hmm. ideas is um, your income. You're controlling your destiny by where oh. you're spending a lot of your time. And I've seen this. Um, just firsthand, like if you really want to make a difference in your life, look at the inputs that you're putting into life. And if you look at your job, majority of people are spending, maybe other than sleep in their personal life, majority of their time at their work. And that's an input of your, your skill set, of your time, of your energy. And if you can um, increase those inputs in other places, um, the output, i.e. your pay, your, the, your intentional living might be a lot greater. And so I can't stress that enough as it relates to the importance yeah, right. of being intentional there. And I'll, I'll just say, if you're if you're creative and really good at uh, media, uh, reach out to me because we're always looking for gifted people. And here's the other thing that I just want to say. Um, you kind of got me on a rant here. Okay, go ahead. If you're gifted and you can solve a problem, if you can provide value to a person, a company, even though they may or may not be applying, like hiring for a position, but if you can translate how you can provide value to that company, there will always be a position available. For instance, this is like a this is me calling out anyone that's watching and listening to this. If you have a, a skill set that would help better wealth, and you can come to me and, and articulate that, um, I I would be a fool by not cr going into a business relationship with that because um, every position is essentially an investment. And, and so oh, if people understand that yes. whatever skill set, like you will get paid more, why? Because that your result of working wherever you're working, whether you're starting your own business or in a company is resulting that company, that person in, in more than what they're paying you. And, and if we can understand that, um, there can be other opportunities. The last thing that I'll say is with this virus, I should say, it's really allowed people to work at home and so no longer do you have to live in New York or California to potentially work at uh, companies like the big time companies that tend to pay a lot more. And so I think uh, what, what we're finding is this good news is great for some people and, and threatening for some people that have maybe moved across the country to work in a position. And we'll see, we'll see if their pay increases because one of the things that I've been finding is um, it, people don't care whether you live in Iowa, Wisconsin, or Silicon Valley, they're going to pay for the job, uh, especially if remote is something that you're going to be working. So that was a lot to maybe consume, but I'm really glad that this is idea number one. It's skills-based hiring. I mean, that's, that's where right. we are today. And if you can deliver value with your skills, a lot of companies out there looking for people, no doubt about it. So it. we move on to number two. And number two is a simple one, which is open a high yield savings account. Now, if you haven't looked at an internet-based savings account, they will pay four to eight times what you'll get at a bricks and mortar bank. So with your emergency funds, if you have money that you're just gonna sit on for the next year, these are great places to go. They're easy to set up. 
good, excellent quality service. They really fine tune their value proposition and the customer service they provide. But you can get four to eight times what your local bank's paying you. Now, we all know the rates have been very, very low, but still that, that could help and give you more money. I shared this on another episode, but it, we had a workshop. Someone shared what they're doing with their kids. And there was a, a credit union that you could go online and get um, pretty high yield savings. Um, you know, and mm-hmm. obviously yes. there's stipulations. There's only so much money that you could put in, but it just opened my eyes to the options out there. And um, yes, I would highly encourage everybody to check out the internet and see if you can start maybe pooling some of your money at different institutions to just get squeak out that a little bit extra yield. Um, I think that's a phenomenal idea. Yeah, I mean, a great place to go if you if it's okay to mention it. If you go to bankrate.com, yep. bankrate.com is a great place to go, and they'll have and, and I get an I get a, a weekly flyer from them on various interest rates on deposit instruments of various maturities. Good place to go. A lot of different companies. Not not if you will promoting just one company. All the major players, but that's a great example of a place to go look just as a tool. Okay, moving on to number three. And this is hard for people, but folks, this is something that's so important, which is to inventory your debts and begin to work through a plan to repay them. Now, I am not Dave Ramsey, and and I'm not going to tell people that all debt is bad. And uh, and what I tried, I believe there's good debt, and I think debt can be your friend. But you've got to manage your debt, you've got to be able to repay your debt, and so, sometimes people don't really know what they owe, particularly in this. I think one of the things that's happened, Caleb, I think recently in the last probably nine months, has been the significant adoption of buy now, pay later obligations for a lot of people. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of people are defaulting on those buy now, pay later installments because they didn't keep track of all the installments that they have for all the things they bought. So sit down, take an inventory of your debt. And then uh, Caleb and I in other sessions have talked about the different methods that can be used to repay that debt. The snowball method, the avalanche method, there are a number of different approaches that you can use, but making sure you understand what you owe and have a plan to reduce it. And then one last thing, there are a significant number of people out there who haven't refinanced their mortgages yet. Yeah. And even with rates having been so low, now rates are still reasonably low. You really ought to take a look at that. And I was reading another article today, just going through in preparation. And there's a large number of people just, they just haven't had any sort of catalyst to take the action to refinance their mortgages. And that's a great savings right there. You know, one of the one of the things that I've articulated recently is, you know how debt can enable bad purchases. And so it's really it's really tough for me to say like, you know, use debt to buy a car because what ends up happening is people buy a car that they wouldn't necessarily oh, buy. Yes. If if it wasn't for the debt. And so that would be an example of like a poor purchase. But if you already know what you're going to buy, like if you've already made that decision, then it really and then it makes it a lot easier. The reason why the refinance is so valuable is we could have a debate all day long about your house, but if you're going to live in your house, if you're going to live in your house wouldn't you want the most efficient payment option for that? And when I mean efficient, I'm meaning with the long-term in mind as well. And so that the refinance is a no brainer, like go at least run the numbers and you can make a decision for yourself. And once you have the numbers, I'm shocked how many people don't, 
Um, and it's one of those things where you have nothing to lose at least to get a quote. So highly recommend that. And then if you personally do not know how to analyze the difference between good debt or bad debt, find somebody, whether it's us or somebody that you trust to be able to help you with that. Because what I've found is a lot of people, whether it's the snowball method, avalanche, the cash flow index method, don't have a, a system of analyzing um, toxic debt that should get paid off as soon as possible and actually good debt that should be leveraged potentially even more as a tool to building wealth and being more secure. And so I'm really glad that that this this is on, on your list. And one, one last thing too, Caleb, and this is going to happen with the student loan forgiveness that uh, the moratorium over, I believe in May, for a lot of people, their budgets are going to be impacted because these payments are now going to become due. So there's a lot being a lot's being written about what's going to happen and how it's going to be happening. But remember that that one's coming. I love it. Number four today is to manage your 401k plan. If you have a 401k plan, it's important that you manage it, and you need to at least annually sit down, take a look at your elections. Take a look at where how your money's being allocated to various investments. Take a look at the performance of those investments. Yep. And then make sure you understand any changes in your plan in terms of new investment options. Uh, many companies are changing their match. There, some people, some companies are adding, they'll match you up to the extent of student loan payments that you make. Yep. So there's you need to be cognizant of this because the one thing about 401ks, and we could have a subsequent conversation about whether or not they're the right vehicle or not the right vehicle. Yep. But again, tax advantage, tax deferral, but they involve free money because you've got companies that are making you know making that match. Now, a lot of the match went away during the, uh, for a number of companies stopped their match during the height of COVID. And now they're putting those, they're reestablishing and starting those matches again. So that's free money for you and can be significant. Yeah. So you need to look at this and manage it. Yeah, make, make the 401k the benchmark. And so uh, there's a saying that says, if you track it, you control it start tracking what's going on, making sure that you're aware of the fees that you're paying, making sure that you're aware of how the match works. And then most importantly, making sure you're aware of how the 401k translates into results in the future and make that the benchmark. Um, the, the more, again, I've been working with people, I realize it's, it's easy to badmouth a certain thing, but you need to empower people and, and let people make their own decision. And it's impossible to make a decision in a vacuum. And so uh, I highly, highly recommend if you have a 401k, um, whether you're contributing to it or not, understand the details because oh, yes. um, the details matter. Yes, they do. They do indeed. And the last item for today, number five, is something that I talk a great deal about, which is spend 17 minutes a day on your money. Now you'll say, Harry, where did you come up with this 17 minutes? Well, let me give you some background. The average household spends two minutes a day managing their money, all right? Bureau of Labor Statistics published, has a time spent survey. People spend two minutes a day managing their money, two and a half hours on social media per day, all right? Two minutes a day is about an hour a month. So I've, I think you should spend two hours a week. If, if that's meaningful, 17 minutes a day on improving your knowledge of money matters, so getting more educated, so much going on in the economy. Look at all the things we've talked about and we continue to talk about in this series of different changes, things that take place. So you need to get educated. This podcast is a great way of doing that. But there's also reading, 
reading materials, various websites, a variety of different sources, but you've got to improve your money knowledge today because not only is the money knowledge changing, the technology that's being used to deliver the money is changing, uh, a variety of different things. And so you've got to get educated and most people just aren't spending the time. Two minutes a day is not enough to get you where you need to be. I agree. And um, I would love to audit those two minutes because I, I have a funny <laughs> feeling it might be like reading a headline of like a, a CNN or Fox uh, post and it's really not education. Um, I could not agree more. Um, I mean, there's a reason there's a reason why you and I are meeting um, recording. There's a reason why we both have written oh, books. There's a reason yep. why we have a podcast is um, we we want to make a difference and we know that it's it's a. Uh, best way to make a difference is to learn and really become your greatest asset, starting with how you think. And so I could not agree more with that last statement. And I think you have some phenomenally good, well-written books uh, for people to start. This YouTube channel, this podcast is a really great place to start. You also have a podcast that we'll make sure to link down below. Um, and I just would encourage people, regardless of where you're getting your information, just be intentional and that will compound. Um, and so- yeah, be a sponge, be a sponge, absorb it. I mean, there's a lot of good information out there. And, and what I try to do and the work that I've done, actually the work I'm, I'm doing with you, Caleb, is I try to hit all the foundational issues in life. Make sure your foundational habits are good. And then I'm, I'm not sitting here telling you to buy these asset classes, these particular stocks or bonds, this model portfolio. That's, that's not where the rhyme come from. I'm trying to get people just to focus on get your basics better. Because right. if you get your basics better, you'll teach your children. You'll probably help your parents too, because the state of education in our country. So I think people can really improve their lives with just a few changes yep. and it'll reduce the stress and anxiety in the household about money matters, which is so critical to living life day to day. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.